the trauma team and I aren't making those great movies like Romeo and Juliet or Father's Day or The Toxic Avenger or Big Ice Night or The Chicken Dead, Katy Perry, Toxie and I like to kick back and, and watch Moving Pictures Massacre because Moving Picture Massacre is the best entertainment that, that we know. Right, Katy Perry? Yeah. Hi guys, and thanks for coming back for another Moving Picture Massacre episode. This is episode three, and I am Tom, as usual, and I'm joined here by Matt and Ricky. Ricky's going to take this away and tell us what our movie is today. All right, today's movie choice, A Stranger is Watching. This is actually the follow-up movie in Sean Cunningham's career. Uh, he did this directly after he did the original Friday the 13th. So I'm just going to read the back of the slipcase just to give you an idea of what this movie is about. Because that's all we knew going into it. Uh, a young girl is kidnapped by the same man who murdered her mother two years before. Adopted, abducted, abducted, along with her is a famous newswoman who is now dating the girl's father. While waiting for the ransom to be paid, the kidnapper keeps his victims in the unlikeliest of places, deep in the bowels of Grand Central Station. Only one person knows where they are, but how much help can an old bag lady really be? I don't really understand that description. Uh, just as a, uh, as a little disclaimer here, as we do in every episode, this is not a spoiler for your review. So if you would like to watch the movie before we go ahead and spoil it for you, it is available to rent on multiple platforms. Uh, it's $2.99 to $3.99, depending on which platform you go with. But Amazon, Vudu, Microsoft, Google Play, and YouTube all have it available for rent. So if you'd like to watch it spoiler-free, go ahead and check it out. Come back and see us, and we'll love this movie. Shit on it. Who knows? Find out later. But uh, that description... The bag lady doesn't really have much to do with the movie at all. She has a couple of small cameos, but uh, yeah, she's not a major role like that makes you think it, she is. Uh, Matt, what did you think about the movie? I overall, like, I enjoyed it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, just looking at the cover, uh, definitely it doesn't give you really any ideas on what the movie's going to be like. Um, I don't think the title does either. A stranger is watching. Um, there's not a whole lot of watching in this as opposed to like, he just kidnaps a kid and a woman and runs away to grand central station with them and hides them. Um, overall though, the movie was, it was mediocre to me. It's not something that I would be like, man, that is absolute trash, but I wouldn't call it like the most like, cinematic of movies it was it was good not bad not great um i did enjoy rip torn though yeah uh, i've never really seen him play a villain in anything um i really just remember him from men in black is that just that old guy with that raspy voice telling people what to do um but yeah it, it, it was a good abduction movie i'll let tom talk about what he liked or what he hated about it Overall, I, I would say I enjoyed the movie. I think I watched the movie, uh, poof, it's probably around nine or so at night when I watched it, and I had an evening of beverages, you know, um, so maybe I enjoyed it more because of that or less because of that, I don't know. Um, but one thing they don't mention on the back 
of that description for this movie is this movie's pretty rapey. Um, the <laughs> when the mother dies, she gets raped in front of her child before he ends up killing her, um, and then it seemed to want to go down that road again after he abducted the new girlfriend and the girl and brought him down to grand central station. He was very like handsy with the girl, uh, the older lady, not the child. Um, and it looked like it was going to lead down that road again. And she was just kind of standing there like, all right, I'm going to take this so I don't die kind of situation. Um, and with me and a drink in my hand, I was like, this movie's fucking rapey. And just like, telling anyone next to me that would listen. Um, but overall, I, did, I didn't I did hate the movie at all. Um, one thing I did notice is the girlfriend, which I didn't notice at the time, and then I realized, is um, the Enterprise captain from Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine. And a lot of people might know her more um, as Red from uh, Orange is the New Black. And it didn't, like, click in my head when I first looked at her. And then as the movie went on, I was like, no fucking way. Because I used to watch uh, Star Trek all the time with my mom. And um, so that was, it was super interesting to see her in, like, a really early role. Um, but, yeah, I didn't realize either that the director who did this also directed the first uh, Friday the 13th. So that was cool to find out, too. Um, I realized that he produced more movies than he actually directed. Um, including, like, four more Friday the 13th movies, but, like, on the very late end, like, uh, Jason Goes to Hell, Jason X, and Jason versus, or Freddy versus Jason, like, he did the, that end of the, you know, spectrum there. Um, but, yeah, overall, the movie was cool. It was an abduction movie, and it was it was all right. Um, I, I can't say I had many complaints. Um, the acting itself was was generally fine. I didn't find anything super stupid. Uh, one one thing I do want to mention uh, was the amount of homeless people down in Grand Central Station, which makes a lot of sense because I would assume there would be. Um, but you got the one guy that was trying to like hold him up, hold up the abductor, and he was like, "Let me see your peen," and he's like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Don't be a pussy. Let me see your penis." And I'm like, "What is happening?" Um, so that was that part was fun, but um, yeah, that's yeah. I, it had its ups and downs. <laughs> what about you, Ricky? Yeah, that 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 moment was on my list of things to talk about. And he's like, oh, you're a pussy. You're a pussy. I bet you got no pecker. Come on, let's see your pecker. And then it like it shows him like kind of motion down like he's he's about to go for the dude's dick. I'm assuming that guy is a homosexual uh, just by the way they portrayed him in that scene. Because it looked like he was kind of like sexually motivated to go for this guy's penis <laughs> but yeah let's see your pecker <laughs> that was great uh, uh another thing that i really i thought was really good was uh after you find out that the kidnapping was an inside job when he's talking to the babysitter guy and he just launches that kitchen knife across the kitchen and hits him right in the chest that was great i love that um but yeah, there was there's some great stuff in there. Uh like like I agree with what Matt said. Uh it's an average movie. It's it's not something that I'm going to watch multiple times, but uh I don't regret watching it. It was enjoyable, but it's not something I'd watch again. Uh Matt, anything you wanted to highlight from the movie? Yeah, um 
one of the things that I, I thought, right, it's not really important, but right off the bat, when Tom was talking about um, the beginning with the, uh, the, the mom being killed, the hammer to the head, I found that to be really cheesy. Um, I, I don't know if I expected to see it is the thing. Uh, in my head when it was playing out i was like they're gonna he's gonna swing the hammer they're gonna cut away at the last second and you're gonna hear like the final blow and it actually showed the whole thing and it i thought it looked worse than what i was like envisioning in my head like uh, so yeah. that was kind of what uh what set the tone for me for this movie it was like okay this isn't gonna be a great movie um another thing is when he puts the girl in the duffel bag and just carries her right through the crowd, right through Grand Central Station, and like no one even knows that there's a little girl in there. I guess you know, I I wouldn't have questioned it if if a guy walked past me like that, I wouldn't be like, yeah, there's a body in that bag right there. Um, so I mean, I guess I could see that happening. The kitchen knife was hysterical to me. That could not have been a better throw. Uh, not only I guess is he a good kidnapper and what, but he is a world class knife throwing man so that was really really awesome i'm trying to think of what else in this movie that i kind of enjoyed um the beatdown scene in the bathroom was kind of cool i almost thought that he was gonna like win that fight for a second i was like oh here we go um but it was pretty realistic that you know like 10 people would just beat the crap out of him after a few minutes and um i enjoyed that as well um but yeah i mean what are what are some of the things you like absolutely hated about this movie? I'll let, uh, I'll let Tom take over. Mm. Absolutely hated. Um, that's kind of hard. I don't know if there's anything that I sat and I was like, this is terrible, you know, cause you can find that in most movies. And again, I think everyone has this, like, this was a middle of the road kind of, film to where no one none at least none of us were like i there's like this drastic thing that ruined the entire movie for us um as you were saying with that hammer hit and it being so early on in the film like i was sitting next to my girlfriend and she looked at me and she goes that was the weakest hammer hit i've seen on anything like i've physically hit my own hand harder on accident like trying to hammer a nail you know what i mean yeah, it looked like she just like he laid the hammer on her on the side of her hair, you know. Um, so yeah, having that start out the film, I was kind of like, oh, this is some weak sauce. But he was also, you know, like going to rape town, and that will never make a scene easy to watch. You know what I mean? There's there's a lot of a lot of movies that use this situation uh, to be more impactful. I don't necessarily think that they were going for that in this movie. I think the fact that she was, uh, you know, she was pulled out of her, her comfort zone and she was taken advantage of and murdered was definitely uh, the impact there, especially with her child in, you know, this viewing distance. Um, you could have done anything to her and killed her and it still would have been probably just as impactful to a kid that age. Um, the the whole the kid going to sleep in the uh, in the subway area and then seeing everything again in her head and realizing like it's not the person that she thought it was and the guy you know on that's being convicted is not the guy who killed his mo or her mom you know that 
I don't know. I guess trauma can do a lot, and you can forget things when you're super freaked out or when you're in shock, you know, things like that. Um, but just like having it be like a little dream sequence where she's like, oh, wait, that's not what happened. You know, I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, you're six or whatever, so I can't be mad at you, even if you were written poorly. Um, but overall, uh, the movie was fine. <laughs> Do you have anything specifically, Ricky, that bothered you? Uh, well, one one thing that did kind of bother me was uh, the little girl when she's in the shower and complaining about the cold water. They didn't need to show as much as they did. Uh, they went a little too far with that. Uh, I don't need to see a topless 11-year-old. Uh, very awkward and uncomfortable. Um, one thing I will say about that opening rape sequence, I'm glad they did not go as far into detail as movies like Last House on the Left or I Spit on Your Grave because those are absolutely brutal. I mean, this one, you know there's a rape, but it's not as carried away as those which have a lasting impact on you, which, I mean, all rape's going to have an, a lasting impact, but not nearly to the level that Last House on the Left and I Spit on Your Grave takes it. They take it way, way overboard. But, uh, Another thing I love that kind of gave me a little chuckle is when uh, he's talking to the reporter lady that he uh, abducted and he's talking about his ranch. He's like, no chickens. I fucking hate chickens. Dumb shits. <laughs> that gave me a little chuckle because I always, anytime I see Rip Torn, I'm always, always reminded of two roles. Patches O'Houlihan. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. And the father from Freddy Got Figured. Get out of my goddamn scuba gear. I didn't even realize that was the same person. Yeah, I didn't either. Until he brought that up. I I never would have imagined that was Patches O'Hulan. <laughs> yep, totally is. But yeah, all in all. Uh, oh, one more thing. One more thing. Referring to the wrongfully convicted man, while they did fix it in the credits throughout the movie, I was getting real mad that they were not like talking about how he needs to be released. But they they fixed it in the ending credits. But I was like, they're not gonna let this man out that didn't do anything. But they fixed it. All right. So final thoughts, Matt. Yeah. Um, just real quick. I'm glad you did bring that up because that was on my mind this whole time, too. They cut out an entire scene, it seems like. Like there should have been like a scene, you know, with the guy getting out of prison or whatever. He's been wrongfully accused. But no, they give him this like little bitty title that's like, oh, and he was released, uh, you know, pardoned from prison. He didn't get killed. Um, another thing that I really did not like was the uh, the freeze frame ending at the end of this movie where the lady like she's like <sighs> and then they start playing the music um and then i had one other thing oh the whole kidnapping in general to me was like stupid i thought because what was the point of it did he want money or did he want the guy to die who did not do it and i don't know which one he wanted 
by the end of because if he never would have like came in contact with that girl again, she never would have noticed that he was the guy who uh you know broke into their house, killed and raped his mom. Um, and the guy would have died anyways, but instead, you know, he comes back, kidnaps her, and then he wants some money. And I just that confuses me at the end of the day. It was like, was it about money or was it about him just absolutely not getting caught ever again over this? So that kind of really, really bothered me because it was it was almost unnecessary at this point if that was uh, what they were going for, because he would have got away with it anyways. But yeah, I think that that's really about my closing thoughts on this movie, I think. So, um, yeah, whoever wants to uh, take it away next. I, I like that you say that, too, because I don't think I thought about it that way at all. So the fact that, you know, he could have ran off and been scot-free this entire time or, you know, why does he? I don't think that uh, that that guy was in an office building. But did they ever talk about exactly how wealthy he was or anything like that? Was he like a big figure that I didn't notice? Not that I know of. No. Not really, right? No. So it's really strange to me that he would try, the same guy that got away with murder um, would try and get more money out of the same person, even though he was like scot-free with the shit he did already. That is, it's very strange to think about that. And I honestly, after the um, that lovely freeze frame ending, um, I turned it off. So I didn't even know that other guy got free because I didn't get through the credits part. So I no idea so that's good to know that um he didn't die so good for him yeah i appreciate that matt letting me know that um but uh i again i think that all three of us are pretty close to being in the same boat here um it was not the worst movie we've ever seen will we watch it again probably not but there's always the chance that it's on and you know there's nothing else on you may watch it so what we think you should do is you should watch it if you've never seen this movie it's worth checking out there are some cool parts to it there's some dumb parts to it but you know everyone went to go see halloween kills this last weekend and there was a lot of dumb parts in that right and there was 50 million dollars made over the weekend for that movie so you know give movies a chance even if you uh, know nothing about them Hopefully now you know quite quite a lot more about this movie, and uh, you'll give it a shot. So, um, Ricky, do you have anything else to say before we uh, close out today's episode? Yeah, one more thing. Uh, I just thought of it when whenever y'all were talking about the uh, the freeze frame ending. I was a little disappointed right before that because the bar through the throat was a pretty creative kill. But there should have been a lot more blood if some if a bar is going straight through a dude's throat. <laughs> there should have been way more blood. So that was kind of disappointing. But uh, yeah, like every like everybody else said, it's it's worth a one time watch. It's not a multiple viewing movie, but uh, just give it a shot one time. Like I said, it's available on all those streaming services for rent between three nine two ninety nine and three ninety nine. So if you got two or three extra bucks, why not check it out? And realistically, if you find it on VHS, I'm sure it's going to be a dollar or give or take in that dollar range. So if you want to watch it on glorious film, glorious tape, whatever you want to call it, go ahead and pick that up if you see it. Uh, I do think the, the cover is a little misleading. It looks like a very much like a, a stocking kind of movie. 
but there are some train tracks there, even though they are way older than any train tracks that are in Grand Central Station. So it kind of makes it look like it's a, uh, you know, like a movie in the 1700s where this guy is stalking you from the railroad or something random. Uh, anyways, but uh, thank you guys so much for being here for episode three. Uh, we appreciate you very, very much. If you liked this video, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you haven't already, hit that like button and do yourself a favor. Go on Spotify and all a uh, bunch of other random, you know, listening platforms. And you can listen to these episodes if you don't have the time to sit on YouTube and watch them. Um, we appreciate you a ton and we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Later, everyone.